Yes, yes, yes. What up, everybody? I hope everything is amazing for you all, as always. I'm your host, Honorable OCT Octavius Hay, and this is the Whack Ass Podcast. Without further ado, let's talk whack to him. Now, Gunplay has gotten into the Rick Ross DJ Envy beef, or I guess I should say, with correct thing to say is, Gunplay has started his own beef with DJ Envy based off of the Rick Ross Envy beef. You know, of course, Envy and Rick Ross was trading shots after Rick Ross said that DJ Envy's car show is nothing compared to Rick Ross's own car show. And in that, they start taking a couple of digs. Some people said it was a little personal. Uh, one of the digs that Envy took was when Gunplay had to put up a GoFundMe, or, or his wife, he said. Gunplay said his wife put up a GoFundMe for their the child that was sick to raise money for a surgery. And Envy was like, if Gunplay is your man to Rick Ross, this Envy was saying, if Gunplay is your man, then why don't you help your man out? Why does why your man have to put up a GoFundMe? Now, in it, Envy never said what the GoFundMe was about or ne- mentioned Gunplay's kids his, or his child or his his wife or anything like that. It was it was more so about Rick Ross and talking about spending all this money but not you know putting it towards your friends. It's what the point he was trying to make. But a lot of people, even at that time, were like, why would Envy bring up Gunplay? He shouldn't have brought another man into this. It's supposed to be between Envy and Rick Ross. Me, personally, I didn't see it that way. I, I saw it for what it was. It wasn't so much about gunplay. It could have been anybody, but it was more so about Rick Ross being cheap and probably a bad friend is what Envy wanted you to take from me. Um, however, you can't control how people take things and gunplay himself ended up being upset about it. Now, Charlemagne arranged the conversation between gunplay and Envy over the phone. Little did Charlemagne and Envy know that gunplay was recording it and he pretty much came out um, He came out hard early in the conversation talking about Yo, Envy, why are you talking about my, my kid being sick and my wife putting up the GoFundMe? You know I'll slap you for real. Envy, to his credit, said, hey, we can fight, but that wasn't my intent. And Envy, being a bigger person, I feel like, came and said, you know, I'm sorry, I apologize if that's what you took from that. That was not my intention. I never intended to, you know, insult your family. It was more, and, and Envy even broke it down a little bit more on the Breakfast Club. It was more so about pointing out how crappy of a friend Rick Ross seems to be and how cheap he is but he brag about his money right um, Gunplay didn't like it and I guess it kind of stops within like three minutes of of the conversation and Gunplay even said he needs a public apology now Envy wasn't on the breakfast club on Friday and Monday was the holiday so Envy wasn't there then I guess Gunplay felt like Envy was never going to do a public apology so he put out the audio of their conversation where he you know Makes it look good for him where he checking Envy, even though I said, even though I heard, and I hear a lot of people ignoring this, that Envy did say we can fight. So Envy wasn't afraid to go that go in that direction. I think Envy being a big person realized that, okay, that is his child. I'm going to just, I'm going to let that little insult go to the side and try to be cool. But again, Gunplay, I guess he felt like Envy didn't come out publicly. And he felt Envy wasn't going to come out publicly, so he put it out there. Now, this is, of course, blown things up to a whole nother level. I feel like it's cloud chasing. I feel like if you really wanted the man to, you know, say something, you would have been talking to him in private. Maybe you would have had him talk to your wife and your child or whatever. And I'm sure Envy, being a good dude he is, he would have done that. Uh, to me, it looked like you want everybody else involved in it because you want that clout. And I'm not saying he don't care. I'm not saying Gunplay don't care about his daughter. I know he care about his daughter. I believe he care about his daughter. He's a father. And I, I'm, I'm sure he loves his family. I'm not dis- disputing that or, or denying that in no type of way. 
But I do think two things can be true. And you can love your kids, love your wife, love your family. I want the best for them. And you can also say, hey, I'm going to go ahead and post this because it's a clout-worthy moment. Again, Envy was not on the Breakfast Club Friday or Monday. I guess they had this conversation Thursday. And so because of that, he never had a chance to address it publicly. But Envy, he says that he was. And Charlemagne is, you know, cooperating that. Now, you can say Charlemagne and Envy are boys. Charlemagne would cap for him. That, I, I can see that. And I, can hear, I, I understand that argument if you don't believe that. But the fact is, is there's a bunch of different ways they could have gone about this before Gunplay put this public. This is not to excuse anything. Again, I never, uh, this is not to excuse anything that DJ Envy did in bringing up Gunplay's family situation. I never thought it was a big deal because he didn't go into details about it. And also, I knew it wasn't, he wasn't making fun of Gunplay's financial situation or anything like that. It was more so talking about Rick Ross being a crappy friend and being cheap. And, and showing off all this expensive stuff, but not even helping his man's family in a, in a bad situation. Uh, Gunplay has said that Rick Ross did donate money, but I think that Envy's like, well, if you this big boss and you got all this, why don't you pay for the whole thing? Eh, I mean, there's an argument both sides of that. I don't know. I'm not getting into that. You know, but like I said, I don't think that it was that big a deal, but I can understand if other people do. And some people are of that mindset of don't say anything 100% at all, bringing anybody else into the conversation. I get that. But like I said, me personally, I feel like this was a little bit clout chasey. And um, I hope that the relationship isn't severed. It could be. On The Breakfast Club, Envy was, Envy was talking about how it is illegal in Florida to record somebody without their knowledge. I don't think that Envy is going to be pressing any charges. I heard a lot of people say, oh, Envy's alluded to he might be pressing charges. I don't think he was. I think I don't, I don't think he is. I don't think he's going to. I, I could be surprised. But I think that Envy more so was just letting people know, don't do this dumb stuff for a cloud or for whatever, because these can have real world consequences and you can get in trouble. For recording people in, in, in the state of Florida where Gunplay is from without their consent. And you got to know it's a state-by-state state, uh, case, but you don't want to play them games, at least without knowing, you know, if your state prosecutes for that. So, you know, this is still very early. Envy gave his response. We'll see if Gunplay got anything else to say or if they just chop it up over the phone. I understand Gunplay and I understand his wife who has some stuff to say to Envy too, being upset. But I think there's a way to go about it, and you should know a person's heart. And if you're cool with Envy, and you know Envy is a type of person Envy is, sometimes you can just come to people, and everything can be straightened out. Everything got to be big, macho, blasted out in front of the world. Uh, but again, you can't control how people react, and that's how Gunplay chose to react. And I'm wondering, you know, what's next from here? Rory from the Rory and Maul podcast, formerly Joe Budden podcast. Uh, he went ahead and dropped himself an album, debut album. He's not performing in it, but he's doing the DJ Khaled thing, bringing a bunch of dope artists together, make good music. I bumped the album, man. It was really good. I'm really vibing to it. Uh, I've been listening more to Le Dirk, but I'm going to go back and bump it again. It was like more like cool, chill music, vibing type of stuff. So I was really rocking with it. It was dope. It was dope. Um, now, because he was dropping the album, Rory's been doing a lot of press. He's been on a lot of people's shows, radio, podcasts, doing everything talking to a bunch of people and just you know talking about topics of the day one of those topics is of course his seemingly never-ending feud with dj academics and rory you know has some takes on act has some takes on the claims that academics have made against him and pretty much said a lot of those claims are pretty much all those claims are lies uh, some of the claims academics says that rory came to his house 
dropped a, a card in his mailbox to try to let him know he know where he lived. Uh, he claims that DJ Academics claims that Rory's side chick was at his house and that his friend, DJ Academics friend, smashed Rory's side chick. He claims that Rory was cheating on his girl, and his girl beat him up and kicked him out the house. And Rory just saying that, you know, it's a lot of falseness to that and that acts just being performative. But, you know, he sees how Act is. He's, he recognizes Act's talent. And he's happy that nobody heard Academics when his house, when Academics' house almost got uh, raided, broken into. I had, almost had a home invasion. So that's what happened with that. Now, one of the things that Academics does not like is when you call him a liar. And Rory's saying that Academics, essentially saying that Academics is, is lying out here in the streets on him. Of course, you knew it was only a matter of time before academics would respond. Now, the first time, the first day, uh, some big news came out about Rory. Academics pushed it aside, didn't say anything. But the next time, Ak had that any in him, he was feeling it. He was slithered, and he had some things to say. And so he started going in on Rory, and he did two things that I did not agree with. One thing is he outed the name of Rory's side chick, Dash, whatever. I don't know this girl. Uh, but he told everybody Rory's side chick's name, and then he gave everybody Rory's ex-girlfriend, uh, Sam, I think her name is, her 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 social media, I think it was her Instagram or her Twitter or whatever, and he told everybody to go ask her if she knows Rory's side chick. So, he also posted a picture of Rory's uh, current baby mama, I don't know if that's his girlfriend too, and, and Rory's child. So, act just wilding out. Act was very lit. Academics was very drunk. But that's not an excuse. And your probably your personal issues with Rory, if you want to blast him and air him out and, and 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 be vague about the participants, that's fine. Everybody knows Sam was his girl, so if you say his girl, we know you're talking about Sam. But nobody knew any alleged side chick that he had. You putting all these people, especially his newborn baby, out there for people to ridicule and bother. Now the baby don't know nothing, but the baby mama did, and that can be stressful. Especially for people who are not in the spotlight. I think that that was very foul academics. And I'm, I'm usually on Axe's side. Axe can be slipping sometimes. I think this money and this fame is getting to Axe's head. And he's doing stupid things like this. These are not the coming of you academics when you're supposed to be big Axe. Now I've already felt a way about Axe earlier. Because he got back with the chick who caused him all this problem, all these problems. Who aired him out on social media. Who uh, faked that she got an abortion and then faked that she terminated the pregnancy with an abortion pill. And both times lied and wasn't until the last minute she finally did what she had to do. According to academics. So if you're giving me all this terrible stuff about how this woman is just this terrible person. And how her friend almost got you caught up because she didn't want to listen to you when you said you didn't want strangers at your house. And now you back in back chilling with her after she tried to essentially destroy your career. And it's like the second time she's done something that could have that had the potential to destroy your career academics. How could you be big act? And how can you lecture anybody, Blueface or whoever, about women when you in this abusive relationship, toxic relationship, and you right back where it is? You back with it. So I was already kind of ah man, you might lose that big title again. And I gotta say, I can't call you big act no more until you do right by Rory's uh, baby mama or well and his ex. And the baby, and the side chick. Until you do right by that, I don't know if I can call you that. 
or you just make some really good content, then maybe I call you back. But I gotta take away from you right now, and the content gotta be super duper good. Like you gotta give us another Freddie Gibbs video for me to be cool with you, act because that's that's foul. And and Rory even came out and said like, dang, bro, we women and children are being included in this. That's not right, and it's not right. The issue is with Rory. Don't bring up people who have nothing to do with whatever Rory said about you, and complicate their life. With your little bum fans, because you know, not all X fans are bums, but the bum, the ones that are bums are the ones who are gonna be out here trolling and acting ignorant and harassing these people who live private lives, academics. So, I mean, look, it's all love to act. He, we all love when act get off the handy and start wilding, and I understand that. But academics also needs to remember no matter how intoxicated he is, he has his big platform. And if you don't like Rory that much, just stick to Rory. But your big platform could be used to bully people. Who haven't done anything to you and who live very private lives and want to keep it that way. And you bring them into some some bull crap, but that's not what they they day to day is. Especially with um with the girl Sam, who's not even with that dude no more, and she's gotta deal with this nonsense. If it is true they had a side chick, don't know random kids gotta be DMing her to find out. I think that's foul, and I hope if academics is the the quality of guy that I do believe he is, regardless of what people say regardless of what people say then he will apologize he'll come out and he'll 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 admit he's wrong and he'll he'll put himself out there and say yeah i was wrong for that everybody's favorite crybaby thug gangster rapper meek mill is back to crying with them twitter fingers again now this all started with dj drama uh, he was giving an interview and the interviewer asked him who do you think is the jay-z of this generation meek mill or drake and Drama's answer was Drake. And he was Drama was even going against the interviewer who thought maybe it was more Meek because Meek is from streets. Uh, but Drama was like, well, if you talk about cultural, culturally influencing and the, the whole industry and stuff, it's more so Drake. Drake kind of decides the flow of things. He controls the summers. Just trying to give, like, Drake's been like the big boss dude, how a lot of people perceive Jay-Z to be. Now, of course, Jay-Z wasn't like the top rapper during his time, but he was all, but his consistency kind of gave him that same type of credential of being that, that top dude because people came, people went, but it was always Jay, and he was always at a top level with, while still being around. So I get it. But Meek Mill did not like that DJ Drama, who's also from Philly, was bigging up Drake and did not support, in, in Meek Mill's mind, another Philly artist and was putting uh, putting Drake over, over Meek Mill. Uh, he thought that Drama should be more loyal to Philly, start insulting Drama, start questioning, you know, Drama's wardrobe choices and how he wears his hat, saying people from Philly don't wear hats like that, saying that Drama don't donate to no Philly charities, and that really just going on a tangent and uh, alluded to the fact that Drama is beefing with Meek because Meek might have smashed one of his chicks. But the thing is, Drake smashed one of Drama's chicks, so, yeah. <laughs> You know, if he was mad, he would just be like neither one of y'all. So I don't know. I know this. I think that drama gave an honest opinion, and I agree with drama. If you're talking about just like a street guy who came into mainstream, I don't know. It's an argument that Future has probably had a bigger impact than me overall across across the entire United States. I don't know if you could just give that to uh, Meek, but I, of course you wouldn't get that to Drake. But if you're just talking about overall, like just importance to the culture to the genre of of, mu- of hip-hop and music in general then you got to get that to drake he's the one that, who shifts the culture and, and drake decides what's cool all around yes he do he changed music i mean it's drake clearly but you know 
Meek Mill's one of them dudes, as I always say, he's a spoiled brat. Everybody kisses up to him. And if you don't have 100% blind loyalty to Meek Mill, then he'll call you out. And he won't call you out in, 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 pub, in private and say, hey, man, this is what I think. Da, da, da. He'll go online and start blasting you and being negative and talking and trash to you and probably never even said this stuff to you in person. You know, one-on-one, he, ne- he probably smiled in your face and never said this stuff to you, but he'll talk trash about you. Now, Meek Mill says he stands on his tippy toes about what he feels so people know that he, that he don't like them. I kind of doubt that. You know, I've seen how he act with Ross. I've seen how he act with Wale. i see how he acted with Drake. And he kind of let me know, like, you, he the type of dude, like, he'll be cool with you, but the minute he you don't do something that he wants you to do, he going to spaz out and say you fake and phony and start talking trash about you trying to put you down. And I'm not saying that drama is like the nicest person, the most innocent person in the world. But at the end of the day, drama gave his opinion. He did not disrespect Meek Mill. But you asking between these two artists, who's the bigger artist? Then I'm going to say it's Drake. And if that may, means I'm not being quote unquote loyal to Philly, then I'm, what, what What are you talking about? That's insane. It doesn't mean that. I'm, I don't know what drama do. And if drama's not supporting Philly and not doing charity and not trying to help people, that sucks. I think that should be called out, but not in this instance. You only call it out now because he didn't say that you was the best ever and that you was Jay-Z or bigger than Jay-Z. If drama had said that, you know what? Meek Mill is the biggest thing to ever come in music of all time. You think that Meek Mill response would have been like, yeah, but you don't donate to uh, charities in Philly. No, of course not. Meek was in his feelings as Meek normally is. Meek cried is a cry thug. He's a crybaby thug. He, he will um, he will cry bully you into submission. He will cry bully you into agreeing with what he say. Or he's just going to spaz out like a little child throwing a temper tantrum. I'm sick of it. I've been through with Meek when I saw how he treated Ross. When I saw how Meek treated Ross after, after everything Ross did for Meek. Even the stuff that Meek himself admits. That Ross even let, gave him verses for free. And we all know that Ross don't do stuff like that for free with people. He don't pay his workers. But he was able to, but he was willing to, to not only do something for Meek, but do it for free. That's crazy, right? So I've been done with him. I don't think drama should even be trip off this dude. There's no beneficial, I mean, there's no uh, benefit to really being cool with Meek Mill. Drama don't need Meek Mill. Drama is a veteran in this game who still has a lot of ties. And Meek is just a wild card who just wants you to blindly support 100% you know, champion him like you owe him something. And he needs to learn real fast that don't nobody owe him nothing. And people can have an opinion that he's not, that he's not as good as somebody else. And it's not a personal attack. It's just a, it's just their personal opinion on their preference or what they see and how they evaluate it. Stop being so sensitive. What's the show for today? Thank you so much for getting this whack wisdom. And I hope that you return next week to get a little bit more from me. That being said, please make sure if you haven't already to like, comment, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you're notified every time I'm dropping new content on the YouTube channel. And if you're listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, please make sure to follow and also leave a review on the platforms that allow you to. With that being said, this is the Whackcast Podcast, and I am whacking off. It's the Whackcast Podcast. To me, talk whack to me, yeah. talk whack to me, talk whack it's to me. It's the wackest podcast, yeah. Talk whack to me, talk whack to me, yeah. Talk whack to me, talk whack to me. Yeah.